Pod, 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 pod. Rugby pod. Hello and welcome along to this week's Rugby Pod. I'm your host Andy Rowan. As usual, I'm joined by Big Jim, but no Goody. No Goody this thankfully. week. Thankfully. Where is he? Mate, he's in Dubai, eating copious amounts of Chinese food and drinking copious amounts of alcohol and smoking significant numbers of cigarettes. Well, we're going to get him on the show, uh, show later on, um, but we've got an upgrade today. We're joined by Wasp Centre, Brendan Mackin. How are things? Great, yeah, good. Um, you know, it's good to be uh, travelling reserve and finally get the nod to get into the, the big boy rugby pot. Mate, it's great to have you. We did, you were slightly lower down the list, I'll be honest. We tried Ben Young's, tried Danny Kerr, didn't get hold of me, Battle of the Scrum Halves. Um, We tried to get one of the Irish players in, Rory Best. He might be popping in later, actually. We asked him to come in for the show. Really, yeah? And then, because me and you are mates... Wow. We go back a long way. That's loose. As but as we should ask. we should talk about BMAX getup. So Goody normally rocks in in a suit with his nipples bulging out and we can see his belly button. It's disgusting. So you've turned up and you've dressed up for the occasion. So pink shirt, yeah, grey jumper and white trousers. Chinos. White chinos with what looks like slippers that Prince William would wear. <laughs> what are you wearing? Well, I thought we were going to be, uh, I thought it was a video, a visual podcast. Oh, mate, we do visual as well. So I wanted to look a million dollars. It's a proper production. When you rang me uh, half an hour ago to ask me to come on to the show, <laughs> <laughs> I had to scramble as quick as I could to get yeah. ready. So uh, so that's, yeah, so that's my get up. But you were going to be in London anyway, weren't you? You were down here. Down to the other half, yeah. The oh, boss. Okay, yeah. I'm not allowed to mention the boss, am I? No, you can mention the boss all you want. Okay, no, it's nice to mention the boss. <laughs> no, um, the real reason why I'm in the get-up is I'm going to Cheltenham tomorrow. Okay. And then I'll go from Cheltenham back home, so... Home back. being Ireland? No, Warwick. Mate, home's not Warwick. It is, I'm EQP now. So, oh, you are, so you're I, English now? I'm, I'm, I'm EQP now, yeah. English yeah, qualifies. Okay, I see. Well, this is what he's, see what he's done there. Ah. You, you're using the rugby pod as a platform to get a new contract. Ah, putting yourself in the shop window. I don't know about that. How are yeah. things at Wasps? Good, yeah, really good at the moment. Second in the league. Holding a bag for, for the masses. You, have, you haven't watched the last four matches, Jim, have you? Have you played, have you? Uh, yeah. How have the results gone? Really good. We um, beat Quinns. Didn't say it. Beat Exeter, 13-6. Didn't say that. Got a draw first ever time. We haven't lost in Kingsham in a while. 25 Oh, I saw piece. the draw. Were you playing, were you? Yeah. Big Jimmy. Yeah, he was playing 12, yeah. You're related to Jimmy Gopeth, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you're related? Soon, uh, to be, soon to be related. What's the joke there? Please, God. It's, it's not, my, I think um, it's nice. It's romantic. My, my girlfriend is Jimmy's sister-in-law. Right, okay. Yeah. Identical twin sister-in-law. Yeah. Oh, that makes things interesting. Yeah, but that's what I said. But we're not oh, allowed to talk about it. We're not. It's a good thing. We, we can, yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah, we'll give her a shout out. Mrs. Mackin to be. Mrs. Mackin-to-be will give you a shout-out. Yeah, yeah. It, it works. It's great. It does. It's romantic. It's great. Why have we got on to... Oh, EQP. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Three years in the UK, yeah. Congratulations. Thanks very much. Uh, yeah. I might do with you on it. What? You know, you're English, but you play for Scotland. No, I'm no. Irish, I might play for England. England need a centre. Yeah, they do. But don't they, mate? I've, asked, yeah, they I've already asked Ellie to throw my hat into the ring anyway, so... Who? Ellie Daly. Yeah. Mate, they need more, they need more than a centre, I think. Does that drive your price up a little bit, being AQP? I don't know. You'd have to ask my agents. What are you doing next season then? Because we're, you know, you're texting me saying, "Mate, can you put me out there? Um, <laughs> let people, let people know I'm on the market." We've mentioned Bristol's. Did you? I, you know we did. So what are you doing next season? Do you know? I know Die Young listens to the podcast. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not too sure yet. <laughs> He's not too sure. He's not too sure. 
Thanks very much to Rugby Pass for their help with the pod. Uh, you can watch this show on rugbypass.com. And a big thanks to Matchpoint this week who are doing a promotion during the Six Nations. Um, you just need to download their app and you'll be able to find the best pub show in the rugby across the UK. And you'll be able to get two for one on Guinness during the Six Nation games. And uh, they're also offering you the chance to win tickets to games. So go and check them out. Talking of Guinness, mate, tell Dublin that. We were in Dublin for the live show. Um, but weird fish, you're looking a bit fucked at the minute. What's wrong with you? I'm okay. Well, mate, you don't look it. What's up? Do I not? No. I've had a big five days. I went to Berlin for the weekend. What with the oh, lads? Oh, with the, with the lads and the girlfriend. It was a girl th- girlfriend's birthday, so. So right. basically you went out on the piss with your missus? Yeah. All weekend? Is there a problem I mean, with going out with, going out on the piss with your missus? He's old school, he's old school. I, oh, I, I had a great time. No, it's cool. Went to a went to a um a beer hall. That was fun. A bear hall. Yeah, bear hall. Uh, did a did a walking tour. Mate, it sounds absolutely shit house. So you've gone to Berlin to do a walking tour. Walking tours in Berlin are the best in the world. Okay, and yeah, any okay. reverse cowgirls on the toilets? No, no, <laughs> no. Had the best uh, doner kebab in the world, apparently. Well, Goody would have been proud of that, wouldn't he? But anyway, before I went to Berlin, I, where, Dublin was where it all started. Hell of a night, live show there at D2. How'd you find it, Jim? Mate, it was awesome. Oh, sorry, just to interrupt. Before you were in D- D2, Dara Fanning's burritos. Unbelievable. They're mm. nice, aren't they? Is he a mate of yours? Good mate of mine, so yeah. So you've just come on here to plug some burritos. Was it Zambrero? Is it Zambrero, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, no, I haven't. Fanning's just good lad. Mate, to be fair, the best burritos ever. Goody's eating three trays of them, mate. He's like, oh, I don't want the wrap, I'm not eating carbs. And then literally he's taking three trays down and a can of coke to wash it down. So, mate, very good place. Very good place. He came to the live show. Yeah, I know he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Along along with Darren Cave as well. And it was very good. Good. I had had to be in bed by midnight. We had an event in London. Goody's gone out till five in the morning. That is like the rugby pod. Like, he sums it up in one. Half five in the morning, up at half six. Pizza from the night before under one arm. And he had his Louis Vuitton handbag under the other, mate. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) So, I'm worried for the man. But, um... Really good show in Dublin, mate. Quite a, love that place. I love Ireland. It's like, you know, fellow Celt. They love me. I go over there. <laughs> 500, 600 people packed out. Um, but it was good. Do you and you, you got a message about a story from a lady whose um, brother who went to the, the, the live show and w- wasn't too happy with us. Well, I get loads of messages. Um, but this in particular one, a woman called Megan's been in touch and she said that Apparently, a brother stumbled through the door at five in the morning, so he was probably out with Goody, with a co-worker, and ran into the bedroom, started to chop bottles of Heineken, drunkenly recounting stories from the night, and also saying that Jim is now one of the lads. Well, clearly not that best, knows what he's talking about. They eventually, yeah, they eventually went to bed, but an hour later, she woke up to hear a strange streaming sound coming from the bedroom next door. So this is six in the morning now. So streaming doing, sound, like a, like water or something like screaming that. Screaming or streaming? Streaming, Yeah, right. like streaming sound. Yeah. All right, so she jumped out of bed to find the co-worker pissing on the carpet in the spare bedroom. Oh, no. Oh, God, is that a girl or a boy? Uh, either, way, it's, either way, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> so she dragged the brother out of bed and rang her other brother, who was also at the event that night. So, so a two-hour fight ensued afterwards. Yeah, and they were arguing about whether or not the substance on the carpet was pish. So one of them says, smell my hand, that's not pish. I've smelt fresh pish before, and that's not it. Pissgate, they're calling it. I've no piss on my trousers. How could I have pissed on the floor with no piss on my trousers? So what, what does this lady want? An, an apology? Or I what? don't know. Well, apparently they're calling it Pissgate in her house. Mum and dad ain't happy. Um, oh, I get it. So Megan's calling out a brother and yeah. a mate on the podcast for coming to the podcast, loving the podcast, going home at five in the morning, absolutely steaming yeah. with Goody the night before, ten pizzas, three kebabs. 
and all you can eat Chinese goes home. Mate pisses on the carpet, so but they enjoy the banter. But basically, we've got to call him out. Is this what they do in Dublin, B Mac, or what? No idea. Have you ever heard of Megan? Nah, I reckon they're probably going back to the uh, to the north side of the city. Mate enjoyed it. Good. Enjoyed it. Mate, and they're fans of the podcast out there, aren't they? Big time, yeah. See, I think it all stems from the story of cats, mate, of the Joe Smith thing. What's that story? The, that one you told me about Joe Smith that basically has loads of cats at home and in his car and stuff like that and takes him to train as a weirdo. <laughs> mate, you're English now. You're English you can now. Say you can you want. say what you want. Yeah, you're English. You said you come on here and you said you're English, mate, but you told me the Joe Smith story that's gone wild. Oh, he was bad for a while, to be honest. Yeah. Going to bed at night, I'd hear, I'd hear them scratching the window and stuff. We got to we got to train in the morning. There'd be one at my car. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm never talking about cats ever again. What kind of cats has he got? Has Joe Smith got? He's got um, a Persian Persian kitten. Yeah, but he's also got you know those kind of like those ones without hair. The 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 brown ones with like oh. the black faces. Oh, the ones with no hair, uh, alopecia cats. <laughs> yeah, aren't they? That's when you, like, obviously you're a cat with fur and you haven't got any hair. So you've got the alopecia. There's nothing wrong if you've got alopecia. It's one of these I, things. What, the co- <laughs> they call sphinx cats. We're now going live to Dubai. Andy Good is sitting next to the pool. Goodness knows up to what. How are you, mate? He's not. He's... I'm not sitting next to the pool. I'm waiting to eat a steak, boys. It's night time. They're out. They're four hours ahead. Oh, okay. Four hours ahead, mate. There he is. The weird fish with no fucking clue again. Mate, no clue. he's got no clue, mate. Uh, good. That's Brendan Macken that you heard the Irish voice, who's EQP qualified now. Oh, You're welcome. Me and you are mates. Yeah, I was I chatting to him earlier on. Oh, were you? Yeah. How are you, B Mac? Yeah, good, pal. How are you? Yeah, mate. Good, good, good. Looking forward to tomorrow. Yeah, very much. Should be good. You've been missing me, right? And all the winners. I will indeed. I don't know if you know, Goody, but BMAT's been playing the last three weeks when no one's watched any rugby. Um, Goody. <laughs> yes, mate, mate. How are you, Jim? Matt, I'm good. Uh, talk to me about the copious amounts of food and cigarettes. F- forget the alcohol. We know you're on that. <laughs> no, nothing, mate. I was just behaving. I had a salad for lunch today. Mate, you... uh, mate this place is good, though, isn't it? The food's unbelievable. I'll, I'll be another 10 stone heavier by the time I get back. You sent me a selfie and I couldn't see your neck. Like, all I could see was the chin. <laughs> Which chin? It looks like, mate. It looks like you were cuddling a lion, mate. <laughs> I did a Facebook live for uh, rugby pass on the uh, on my sun lounger as well. Tops off, mate, around the pool. That's what people want to see. Mate, seriously, making me feel sick. <laughs> Goody, all I'm going to say is, it is your fault that England are now battling out for fifth place, mate. It's not my fault. It's George Ford's. Mate, garbage. You absolutely opening up Bastero, you bastard. He has gone on a like a one man wrecking ball spree. And that's your fault, mate. He's a good player. He just shouldn't be. He shouldn't have said the things he said on the rugby field. That's all I did. Mate. All I called him out about. Uh, but no, you talk about that France England game um, again. The breakdown. We didn't learn a thing from Scotland. We kept the same back row that started the game, and you know we just got exposed there again. And you know, the French are a, a team of decent players, pretty poorly coached, have um, you know made us look fairly abject. But what I would say is we still could have won the game. And as frustrating as it is, and we you know we are. We could finish second or we could finish fifth this weekend. Who knows? Um, you know, Eddie Jones has got to have a serious look at what's been going on because you know a lot of people are saying the boys look flat, the boys look um, short of energy or the training methods are ridiculously tough. And I think Eddie Jones made a statement, didn't he, about saying, oh, the breakdown is something we might not be able to fix in the next 18 months. What's that about? Who do you single out as far as players, Goody? Um, it's a collective, but you know, ultimately the, uh, the balance of our back row it's poor, isn't it? You, you look at, um, you know, everyone's been clamouring for Don Armand to, to get selected on Premiership form, and he's finally done that. You're welcome. You're welcome. He's picked him. I know he's picked him this weekend. It's what we do, boys. People come on this podcast, and then they get picked. You know, Brendan Mack is on the podcast. You know, is he going to play for Ireland? No, no, no. He's English, mate. He's English now. He said EQP. 
Yeah, BMAC, you know, we, we can we can sort things. So, yeah, you know, it's... I, people talk about Rob Shaw's work weight. I saw some stats. He made six tackles, missed two, and made about six carries and made four metres. They're, they're sort of Jim Hamilton stats, aren't oh, they? Oh, good, so, mate. He's a legend. You Mate, you're horrible. Mate, do you think... Uh, do you think the Finn, Don Almond, do you think he'll play Goody? Or do you think he'll go straight um, in? Mate, I hope he does, because what's the point of calling him up if you're not going to play him? Mm. We've had the same back row for the last two games. I'd go Haskell at seven, Don Armand at six, and Sam Simmons at eight. You know, then you've got some dynamism in the back row. You know, Simmons can carry well and, and he's got good footwork and speed. Haskell is a dog, um, and he had a massive impact off the bench, I thought, over in France. Um, and Don Armand deserves... He's been pulling up trees for extra, so he, he deserves a shot. Um, you know, this is the one game now Eddie Jones can make numerous changes get rid of Ford and Farrell uh, that 10 12 axis stick Farrell to 10 Ford doesn't even need to be in the match day 23 you've got Lozowski who could cover 10 on the bench uh, Henry Slade um, as well Ford has bottled it in big games he goes missing in massive games and if England win this game they're going to need to see someone like Sexton and Farrell their battle at 10 both two of the best controllers of the game in the world you know who, who's going to come out on top but you need to see them go head to head so Eddie Jones got a great opportunity to make some changes, bring Solomona on the wing. Um, I'd shift Ben Teo into 12 as well, give him a start there, and maybe put Elliot, Elliot Daly at 13 uh, in his favoured position. Uh, if not, you keep Elliot Daly on the wing and, and put Jonathan Joseph into 13, so we've got some attacking threat as well, because you know, I, I didn't really agree with Teo playing 13 against France. He's, it was just trying to stop Bastero, but it didn't work. You bastard. You should have put Teo to 12 for me um, in his natural, more natural position. But what do I know, D-Mac? What are you saying? Ireland by 10, no doubt, are you? Yeah, to be honest, I reckon they're going to go and do a job in the English and... Uh, You're English. In HQ. You're English. Anyway, have you, have you signed for Bristol yet or what? I've asked him. I've asked him. What? He's <laughs> gone quiet, has he? <laughs> <laughs> mate, he wants more. He said he wants more more than 50 grand. <laughs> I think he's worth it, mate. He's now EQP. <laughs> Goody, uh, Ireland's last gasp win over France in round one's the only away win in this year's tournament outside of Italy. Does that show how tough the competition is and, and maybe people exaggerating how bad England are at the moment? I, I, I don't think England are bad. Um, I think we're just a bit further away than where Eddie Jones says we are. I think Eddie Jones, as he said, we're 2 or 3% away or something. Um, I think we're a lot more than that. But listen, we, going away to France and away to Scotland, both countries detest the English and they've clearly raised their game to play against us and we haven't handled the physicality of it we've not handled the breakdown um, you know, going into the championship were we the best team on, on paper or in terms of our record yeah we probably were but as we've said on the pod and as people have said we've, we've plateaued and you know our performances in the autumn weren't great and it's carried on into the Six Nations and you know, Eddie Jones needs to have a look at what he does at training talking about bringing in a new attack coach but in reality Ireland are head and shoulders above everyone else and all we're playing for now is to do what Ireland did to us last year and prevent us winning the Grand Slam on the last game at home. Mate, we know, so I wanted to ask as well because I'm a huge fan of Dylan Hartley. I've said it in recent weeks. Like I know that I, I know that you absolutely despise him. Would you, would you bring Dylan Hartley back into the team, Goody, or what? No, I think I think you've got to give Jamie George another shot. You know, Dylan Dylan hasn't performed in the Six Nations to say he warrants his place, um, and this is a one-off game with nothing on it for us except what? for. You know, pride, I suppose. So, in reality, give other guys opportunities. Um, Karen Dickey came off the bench and made a bit of an impact. So, you know, why not give Jamie George another go and then Karen Dickey off the bench? Mate, Mackin's nodding his head. At the, do you like Karen Dickey, do you? Yeah, I think he's class. I think he's probably the best hooker in England. Mate, you're drunk, mate. Jamie George is. Um, Goody, so you've got tickets for this weekend, haven't you? Uh, don't know what you're talking about, Jim. Mate, you giving, give, giving them away? A charity, mate. Yeah, charity. Mate I, mate, I actually feel sorry for you this weekend. You were talking it up six months leading up to this that the England-Ireland game at Twickenham 
is going to be a Grand Slam decider, mate. Well, it is. It's, yeah. the, decider, the decider is our, our island going to get it or not. <laughs> smart. <laughs> mate, you were smart, I'm mate. still right, mate. My missus is at the table. I've got steak ready for me at the table, so uh, your chat's pretty, pretty lame this well, week, without me. Uh, Goody, um, take care of yourself. Don't eat too much, please. Is that oh, you? I can't, I can't Ca- eat more. I'm in a Goody, Later. put the cigarettes down. Please hang up. <laughs> Please hang up, yeah. Please hang up. I'm actually worried about him there. Is he on the Shisha? Is he on the Marlboros? Are you guys enjoying watching England not play so well? Are you guys enjoying this? Because I think, you know, a lot of the world tend to be quite um, anti the English when it comes to rugby when they're doing well. You know, I think last year or two years ago they were they were great. This year they haven't been great. And as James said, they're fighting for fifth. So I, th- I reckon loads of people are... You know, enjoying seeing that because everyone did say before this tournament started, it's hundred percent going to be Ireland England on St Patrick's Day in 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 HQ, as the English say. But yeah, I reckon I reckon loads of people are delighted. I, I think there's I think there's a few things around this England team. The first being that they are a good team, so people want to see good teams lose, don't they? They, they want to see teams winning the whole time, which England ultimately have done, apart from the Ireland game before the Six Nations. And then the other one is Eddie Jones. Like I I, I just I feel that people don't warm to him. You know, the arrogance that he has. And I quite like it. I quite like the fact that, you know, you're arrogant and, you know, you back your team like he does. And it was interesting, actually. I was listening to another podcast with uh, Joey Barton interviewing Clive Woodward. And he was talking about Eddie Jones, actually. Um, Clive Woodward was and saying that he is one of them coaches that only looks forward. You know, he's all about winning. And let's not forget, Eddie Jones was that coach in the two, 2003 World Cup mm. that Australia got beat by, obviously, the Johnny Wilson drop goal and ultimately won the World Cup. In so, 2007, he went there as well, Jake White. Exactly. So this is Eddie Jones's last chance as a coach, really, this World Cup in 2019 to do something. And I think the other thing is with this, this England team, they look tired. Like, they are. They're mm. tired. Their star well, players haven't performed. Well, yeah, well, there's no there's no player welfare, is there? Because those Irish lads were getting, you know... Here they, we go. Controversy. You're right. Go on, B-Mac. Open up. Let's go. They um, <laughs> they don't play in, like, Dragons Away or they're not off to Treviso. And, you know, they get nicely rested. They get, they get really unbelievably well looked after. And then they're primed, ready to go for the big European games. Like, when Leinster plays Saris, you know... The Leinster lads will be definitely, even though they're coming, they're still coming out of the Six Nations. They'll definitely be more fresher than the Saris lads will be. Yeah. But, but, and those English fellas, like you know, like you can see fellas going and playing 10, 10, 11, 80 minutes in a row, and it's impossible. Like no matter who we are, it's tough to do that. Exactly, and that's what I think. You know what B Max saying there. You look at the other na- other nations in terms of the British and Irish teams. They all look primed, even Wales, like even the Welsh players. And there's all the story about George North obviously not playing uh, the week before so he could play the game at the weekend. And you can see why. You know, the, the international rugby is everything. The Six Nations is the biggest tournament in, in international rugby and winning it. And Ireland are on the, on the cusp of winning the Grand Slam. But like England, they look tired off the back mm. of the Lions. You, you look at Marrow, good friend of mine, taught him all he knows. Like he has not been at the levels that he was, you know. That's because the laws have changed. Last season, yeah, the laws are <laughs> kicking the balls out of the ruck. Um, mate, the same goes for, for Owen. Like, we've mentioned it, haven't we? The same goes for Farrell. The same goes for Watson. Like, you know, these people, that were, the players that were stand out for the the British and Irish Lions, they're not at that level now. Yeah, but the, as, as you said, the poor lads need a rest. Yeah, they do. And, but when, when are they going to get a rest? Because like, they're going to come back off international and Saracens have got a huge game against Harlequins. And there's still tickets available at the London Stadium if anyone wants any. <laughs> <laughs>
So, so what is it? Is it the rest or is it Eddie Jones? Because the media, I've been surprised at how quickly they've turned on Eddie Jones. But that's what it is, isn't it? Like the media in this country, they're ruthless, aren't they? Like, and they're they're always looking for a story. They're always looking for a different angle. What are the media like in Ireland? Do they back the players? Yeah, or not? yeah, no, they do. To be fair, have yeah. you ever felt the brunt quite... of the media? Uh, yeah, well, once when I was young. When what I was, happened? Uh, a couple of games for Leinster. Oh, we actually played Edinburgh. Okay. And um, first three, four games were great. I was like, every game, you know, can't wait to get the paper and read it, like, because everyone said it was lovely. And then played Edinburgh. We were we were winning by maybe two or three points. I went for a chip and chase. I don't know who caught it, but he went the length and scored. And that was it. Yeah, and that you, was you've it, not yeah. played in Ireland since. <laughs> ruthless, mate. They are ruthless. But you know that's what I mean. The pressure that the press put on them, and Eddie Jones is one of the best in batting that away. But that's it for England. Like you, people are looking for them to lose because they're not well liked around the world because they're successful. You know in what they do. Mm. Like every you know. Yeah, and the Premiership is incredible. Yeah. Well, it's the Premiership, that, and that's the thing. And ultimately, that's where it's biting biting this team in, in the arse because they're overplayed and and they're, they're not fresh. But, you know, is there a bigger plan for Eddie Jones? Is he is he wanting this? Because come the World Cup time in 18 months, he wants his team to have gone through pressure. He wants them to have lost. He's overtrained them. And, you know, you only have to look at the injuries that have come out of training. Um, you know, Sam Jones at your place. Oh, yeah, yeah. In- injured his ankle, you know, doing judo. Shocking ju- injury, yeah, yeah. doing judo. Horrible, horrible injury, yeah. injury from, you know, a, a talented player like that who would have gone on to play for England or he, he might still do if he, if he comes through this injury, you know, we'll see. But the injuries that they're picking up in training and you just wonder whether Eddie Jones is is doing this and putting pressure on them because come the World Cup time, it's going to be difficult. So you think this is all about preparing them for the World Cup, putting them through adversity now so that they can experience, when they experience it next year, they'll be used to it? That's the only thing that I can see. That's the only logical solution that I can see with how hard he's training the guys and and the pressure that he's obviously putting on them in training and the load that's put on them in games and you wonder whether there might be a slight rule change coming up to the World Cup of of Premier Rugby they've got to do something because if you're Saracens or if you're Wasps and you're trying to get into the top four you'll want Joe Launch to be back yeah you would 100% of course you would you know and this was the thing around George Ford uh, sorry George North for the Northampton game you know you're about to play a premiership game. You're trying to get to Europe. You want your best player. And he's like, no, I'm not playing. Because he knows that he can't play that game and then play an international game seven days later, or eight days if it was, if they played on Sunday, and beat your best. Yeah, fair. Well, let's look at Ireland. Champions with uh, one round to go. You must be pretty happy about that, BMAC. Yeah, it's great. I think they're you know fully fully deserved you know, of winning the Six Nations a week early. And then you know, it would be great if they could go to... Uh, the HQ and, and uh, get a grand slam over the English it'd be brilliant could you imagine I reckon they'll do it <laughs> they could, they I could reckon well. they'll do it by 10 points see this is you the thing so? yeah they're so on at the moment aren't they they look and be in my opinion apart from that that France game which obviously was a crap game and, and Johnny Sexton how important was that drop kick by the way outrageous now like now obviously when we saw it everyone was like amazing drop kick you know a few games to go who knows ah yeah it's unbelievable mm. yeah mate can you imagine though? Can you like you talk about, you know, the outcomes of a championship? If England get beat to Ireland at the weekend, it's been a disaster. Like, could you imagine if they finish fifth of the Six Nations right. and Goody, the knacker, is getting stuck into me about Scotland down for the wooden spoon? No, mate, no. God. England. If they finish fifth, like what? 
what sort of? I know it'll be a disaster, but do you think anything there'll be any fallout from it? Do you think players will have played their last Test match for England? Can they look at Eddie Jones's contract? What can there be any major fallout? I, I don't know. I think that that's too strong. Yeah, surely not. For, yeah, for me, it's the World Cup. Mm. But mate, talking about the World Cup, I've not heard many people mention Ireland. Second in the world rankings, Dave. And they've beaten New Zealand before. They have. And they nearly beat New Zealand up until the last five minutes of the game. They have. And to be fair, Joe Schmidt is, you know, he'll have those lads, I reckon, 15, 20% better than they are at the moment. Well, I'm going to get some cats in my house then. If if that's going to make my kids 15, 20%, even my wife... 15-20% 15-20% better. I'm getting... A few alopecias. Yeah, a few alopecia Knocking cats. around the cats what, what, what do you call a group of cats? A pack? I'm going to get yeah. a group of cats. I'm going to get a group of cats right now and take them home. Because he is... He's excellent, to be fair. Mate, He's brilliant. Yeah. He, yeah. No, he is. I'm really impressed with Ireland. At the weekend against Scotland, everyone's talking about the breakdown. And they were very, very good there. But I thought they played very smart. Inside balls. So the nine passes to the forwards. Passing the ball inside which effectively means that where Scotland's poachers are, so Barkley, Hardy... Were making the tackles. They were making the tackles or they were the outside guy and they couldn't get over ball. So, like, notoriously, if a scrum half passes to the forwards, he'll normally head out We will do the tip pass, which opens you up. Look at me. Which opens Analysis. teams up. Dev Towner's been good. He's improved massively. Like, joking aside, he has the sperm. Do the boys call him the sperm? Nah, Dev. Do they call him the pregnant snake? Nah. No, okay. No. <laughs> no, they don't call him that. No, hugely impressed with, with Ireland. Tad Furlong carrying. Tig, yeah. T- Tad. Tig. Tiger. Tig, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, Joe Smith's called him that, isn't he? What? Your name's Tad, I'm going to call you Tiger. Get it, cat? Tiger? No. no. Oh, God. <laughs> <Get it. laughs> oh, Smith. Um, yeah, mate. What were you impressed with Ireland B, Matt? Come on. The breakdown. You know, they're they're uh, and they're ferocious, like they win like the majority they, they they win, you know, I'd say the majority of their collisions and uh, I think they're playing with confidence as well. I, I I think they're in the changing before the game and they're thinking to themselves, There's no way we're gonna lose this game. How good was Ring Rose? Outstanding, yeah, to be fair to him. I only see, I only seen him a bit. Like obviously you watch you know, you normally watch your team, which is England. I'm in Scotland, um, and a bit of England because you know the players. So you watch a bit of Ireland. You can't watch all the rugby. And people are talking about Ring Rose. Saw a bit of him, and I was thinking, well, Hugh Jones has got the better of him, definitely. No chance. And he made Peter Horn look silly as well at one stage. Horny, horny, horn, mate. And then Stockdale, and I think Keith Earls is playing some brilliant rugby. What, at the why is he playing, mate? He looks about fifty. Yeah, he's playing. He's playing out of his skin at the moment. And it, Rob, Rob Carney as well at the back. He's. He's he's absolutely flying. I think I reckon the um the competition from Jordan Larmer, that young lad has really you know he's playing some great stuff at the moment. The Lima mm. and Carberry. Yeah, well, yeah, he's you know so the talent they have coming through is uh you know it's scary. I mean we can talk all day about Ireland, but also Scotland were weren't that far off the pace at one point. They missed three clear chances in the first half. They had have got those. It could have been a different story. I don't know. I don't think Scotland played that well. Like they played okay. And then we mentioned, didn't we, they had to be at the level that they were against England mm. and better if they're going to beat Ireland away. Um, and they had a couple of opportunities, didn't they? they? Obviously, the Hugh Jones break with a two-on-one that he fluffed. You know, Stuart Hogg went on the on a overs line. He probably should have come a bit shorter. And then Horny Horn's intercept, which was similar to what oh, we saw yeah. against Wales. And uh, and that was it. But do you not think, though, when... when, it, when Scotland beat England. That, like, you know, that's their grand slam. That's our Everest, mate. Yeah, that's the thing. So, mm. mate, they had a week off, didn't they? Um, yeah, I just they were just a bit off, weren't they? The, the intensity wasn't the same. Barnes refereed the breakdown differently. 
and Ireland are very good team. Like tactically, I thought Ireland were were brilliant. They were tactically very astute, weren't they? Man, they just yeah, you know, kicking the ball the way that they did it. Um, yeah, Matt, I was impressed, and obviously the breakdown and the better team won. Uh, Italy um, have now sixteen straight defeats. Do we care? No. I oh, know the only bad thing. Sorry, the only bad thing about that is poor old Sergio Parisi is probably going to go hundred games, hundred international uh, losses, which is pretty sad because he's he's class. Mate, we were talking about it actually, Parise. How many caps do you think Parise would have got for New Zealand Weirdfish? Oh, Andy Rowe, sorry. I think he would have done 50. Yeah? yeah. Uh, 50. Uh. Um, so you reckon 50 caps he'd get for New Zealand? I reckon 50 caps. Okay. Scotland? 40. 150? <laughs> Double figures if he's lucky. Uh, I, I think, yeah, I reckon he'd do a ton. Uh. Well, who else has there been? Mate, got Ryan Wilson, mate, aka the Duck. I'm interested to get BMAC's opinion. On Scotland, mate. What do you reckon? So you mentioned... That's what I was saying to you. I think they were class against um, the English in Murrayfield. And then it was, you said, at Dobster Everest. So before coming to Dublin, I kind of thought, you know, it was going to be a tough day at the office. And then especially when Hugh Jones butchered that that, that thing for Stuart Hogg. I reckon probably Stuart Hogg would have scored that. And then, as you said, Peter Horn's intercept. Plus horny, how, horny, horn. Yeah. Plus how well the Irish were playing. Um, you know, and the way Rory Best is leading them, I reckon, you know, it was a tough ask for the, for the Scots. So Rory Best, captain of the team. So if they beat England in the Grand Slam, in history, in Irish history, is there any bigger game that you can remember? In fact, Mac, don't answer, mate. We've got Rory Best. Rory Best, welcome to the podcast. Rory, thank you very much for joining us, Rory. Hey, he's just coming in now. He's just coming in now. Oh. Rory, Rory, Rory. Take, Rory. Take, a, take a seat, mate. Take, take a, a seat. seat. Take a seat, Rory. How are you, mate? Oh, jeez, lad. Let me sit down here. Rest my legs. How are you? Rory, mate, you're in London, mate. I am, yeah. Your eyes are like piss holes in the snow. Yeah, with here with Guillaume Gerardo, he's with me here at the French hooker as well. Oh, mate, you two mates, are you? We are indeed. Gerardo, how are you, chief? Salut, ça va. Comment ça va, mon ami? Yeah, je vous salue, mon ami. Le soir, vous vous appelez tous les jours. I think he's still pissed after beating England at the weekend. Yeah, so so hell, hell of a weekend for you guys. You, you've wrapped it up with uh, one round to go. You, you must be pretty chuffed with that. Yeah, absolutely delighted. You know, I think the testament to the team is. You know, with the way the boys have gone, you know, the way we've trained and the way, you know, we, we've executed the game plan that was, that was um, you know, described to us. And I said, Guillaume, stop that now for two seconds, run the bloody pot. I just think that's absolutely fantastic, um, Word Fist. I mean, Andy, sorry, that's what you might be called, is it? Yeah, I wouldn't mind. But uh, after the game, how was the uh, how was the celebrations? Absolutely wonderful. You know, it was, it was outstanding for for everyone to to be involved, and you know, people were like I don't know, crying and laughing and joking, and it was just fantastic. Were people laughing, Rory? Obviously, I've played against you. I took you to the cleaners in two thousand and thirteen. I don't know if you remember that game. Um, I don't. Well, I should have went to the British Lions tour after I didn't. Uh, you did and didn't do very well there. So apologies for that. But Devon Toner, a lot of people are talking about his performance at the weekend. I looked at it, couldn't really see it myself. He had one half decent carry. Um, like, where does he fit in in this Irish team for you? Henderson's back this week. You know, would you rather him pushing up your ass? Um, you know, I think both of them are. I think Hen they offers different things to what Big Dev does, and you know, I think we're blessed in Ireland at the moment with the talent we have in the end in room, Jim. Jacob Stockdale, he's uh, scored a lot of tries this season. Could be with the, uh, the most tries in in the tournament hey, since two thousand. Yeah, yeah. So, how how have you how have you found him in the team? He's the only young fella. Yeah, he's a good lad from Ulster as well, like myself, uh, Andy. Uh, so, uh, how, how is he? Horse or squirrel? Uh, he's hung like a horse, big fella. Oh, of course he is, Rory. Like of yourself, course he is, huh? bestie. Of course he is, bestie. And this weekend. Grand Slam. Stockdale mentioned last week on the podcast that it was spoken about in the team. 
you're Captain Birdseye. You're here in London. You look like you've been on the piss for three days. Are you taking this game seriously? Is it game set and match, or are you going all out? You know, with St. Patrick's Day in, in Twickenham, I think it'd be absolutely just great for, for, for Ireland as a whole if we could go and do a job. But, you know, the English are going to be fired up and we just have to be ready and, and, and you know, just keep doing what we're doing. Big Jim, you know, you wouldn't be used to it yourself, obviously. Um, Rory, I'll talk to the cleaners, mate. Just remember that. I don't know about that now, but, um, yeah, we're really, really looking forward to it. Okay, well, I reckon, Andy, mm-hmm. I don't know what you think, and obviously B-Max just headed out to the toilet, um... 100% of the world are probably well I say 99% of the world are hoping for an Irish victory especially on St Pitt's Day could you imagine oh it'd be massive uh, Roy be massive. where were you going to be after um, it, oh, I'm not too sure about that Jim get the game done first ok well just text me ok alright I, I, ok I need to get your number after this then. ok that's fine well, we bring Guillaume with us yeah bring Guillaume mate see you in a bit au revoir, au revoir. good luck this weekend Rory alright Jim take care now bye bye I'm away here lads are we still recording here Mate. Oh shit, we are. Have you been on the piss for three days, Rory? I'm a 24 hour pro. See you in a bit, mate. Cheers. Yeah, mate. How cool was that? I did not expect that. B-Mac. B-Mac. Rory, best good bloke. Great lad, yeah. Lovely fella. Yeah. Absolute Cheers. gents. Is, is there a divide in Ireland? I lived in Northern Ireland when I was younger. Sister was born in Belfast. I lived in London. My mother's from Northern Ireland, from Coleraine, yeah. I've been to Coleraine. Mm. I, I actually went on a, a <laughs> I went on a, a road trip with all the Covskins. So we got the bus. <laughs> we got the bus from Coventry from Cov bus station somewhere in in Cardiff, somewhere in Wales, um, and got the boat across. And we went to Dublin and we did a tour all the way round Northern Ireland up to Port Rush. Oh, Port Rush is lovely on the sea. Well, I was going to say you're saying the sea. I'm saying the kebab shop. Me mate Kovsky and Jace. <laughs> Scrappy Doo Scrappy Doo's had his ear bit off mate in Port Rush really oh, yeah, had his ear bit off yeah. yeah how did that happen yeah I, I think he put his mouth around it and bit down and, yeah, <laughs> and, it, and it fell out but yeah so that was my binding memory Jason Coffson getting his ear bit off in Port Rush but lovely lovely spot lovely sea um, but I like Ireland yeah, I but do. there's no divide going back to that. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely not. But that's my legacy. You mentioned, you know, Roy Best was here. I absolutely took him to the cleaners in 2013. No one remembers that. Scotland Ireland. Where Aviva? Murrayfield, mate. Man of the match. Took him to the cleaners. Should have been on the Lions tour. You guys got any rumours at the moment? Any rumours floating around that you you want to share with us? Mac? I haven't heard much. Um, John Hardy, hard horse. Was he Scotland, going? Kiwi, Edinburgh teammate. Um, obviously had a few off-field problems we saw that I don't know too much about it but I know that he's a quality player talks of Newcastle and Worcester heard about Montpellier as well Big Vern so I've heard that's a rumour for him um, Logo Mullipola what a name Logo he's a lump as well isn't he he's a big hair flying lump. everywhere yeah off to France for the Euro of course Toulon Clermont the two leading teams two leading runners any more news on Hask or not haven't heard. What was the last we heard? Was it Bristol's or? Well, we've heard he was chatting to Worcester. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was chatting to Worcester, Bristol. And me and Goody were chatting that you can understand how B-Max looking at me. You know you're going to say Don't play. Like, um, if he plays at the weekend and plays well, he's in the shot window and there'll be a load of teams out of him. Why Why was not keeping him? I'm not sure. I don't know. No idea. Mate, Trey Bazaar. Um, who else have we got? Sam Hidago Klein, scrum half from Edinburgh. Oh, the goal it? kicker. Yeah, goal Was kicker. Yeah. yeah, Bristol's mate. Filippo uh, Nakosi, Tuasova's identical looking brother to Toulon. Um, Tom Arsol, I mean, sorry, Tom Arscott to Newcastle. <laughs> 
So yeah, so Tom Arsenal to Newcastle, and that's all we've got, mate. No, there's not much. Yeah, around, there's not much, there? mate. All picks up. All picks up. Next couple of weeks. Yeah, that's it. All right, well, should we... Uh, we haven't got Goody here, but we can still do the good, the bad and the ugly. Will we find out what's been good, what's been bad and what's been ugly in rugby over the last week? Um, who's going to do it? Who who wants to read through it? Oh, literature. Oh, yes. So the good was uh, Oinax beating Bordeaux away to keep survival hopes alive. Oinax to beat Bordeaux. No one's bothered, Goody. Mm. Yeah. No one's bothered, mate. Top 14. Oh, mate, but saying that, Bordeaux haven't won a game in six or seven. Mm. In 20, mate, we'll save which... Obviously, Rory Teague, good English coaches out there. Oh, not great. Too, yeah. So that ain't good. That's bad for Rory, but good for Oyana. Stockdale scoring two tries for a third for a third straight game. You're welcome. Unbelievable stuff. You're welcome. You lads are on the blower to him. Ireland, right. Ireland winning the Six Nations a week before. I'm, lo- I'm, lo- I'm loving how these are goodies, aren't they? They are. Mate, I can't believe he's back in England to the hills for the last six months. You talk about pie in your stomach, I, I mean on your face. <laughs> Seriously. He's a disgrace. Uh, the bad he's got written down here, you can g- have a guess. England. Turncoat. Absolute turncoat. And like we mentioned, like, and I mentioned on the phone there, so obviously Goody's absolutely Judas, bast- you bastard, Bastero. He's playing incredible Bastero. He's like a man possessed. Mate, literally, mm. you watch him. When he gets over that ball, good luck. You bastard. Yeah. You like that, you bastard. What about that hit? Who did he smack? Was it Ben Teo? Mate, he's asked a few boys. Oh, it could have been, yeah, it could have been Teo. He yeah. put someone into next week. Mate, he literally hit someone like Jim Hamilton like a train. But <laughs> that's Goody's yeah. fault. Back, back in the calf days. That's Goody's fault. So he's got the bad as England. Uh, the ugly, oh, this is terrible. This, is, this isn't grace. Um, Bismarck Duplessis having a scrap with his with his Montpellier teammates, Mohamed. Just in a warm up. Um, they still they still beat Rasen forty one three anyway though. So but, they, um, they had a fight in the warm up. Yeah, they had a full fight. And the, people are going after Bismarck's brother. He was he just stood there. A few people are like, well, you know, Yanni. Yanni uh, just, yeah, mate, he's soft as fuck though, mate. He ain't getting stuck into anyone. Mate. He's a doctor, isn't he? Mate, he's, he's a, a doctor. doctor. Mate, he's a doctor. He Surgeon. Could, mate, he could be an astronaut, know, mate. Mate, he could be an astronaut. He's soft as fuck. He really? ain't getting stuck into anyone, mate. But yeah, it's your brother, though. You think you'd lurk over? Like, if you had a brother, I oh, know you're calf skins, you lads would be. Jesus mate, we'd be fighting gosh. each other, mate. Yeah. Or how a break loose. Yeah. Um, Tamana Harrison's headbutt. Mate, I can't work out, right? He barely touched him, to be fair. So there you go. So do you th- how bad do you think it was? And you're a current player, it wasn't. professional, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you played the last three games. No one watched any of them. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's not a red card. He was obviously they're saying you can't headbutt him or touch his head with with your head, but it's pretty harsh. As in pretty harsh sending off or pretty harsh what he did. Oh, it's, it's, it's a hard one. Like he didn't he didn't loaf him where he where he split him in two and your man hit the deck. Your man barely barely moves. Mate, old cat, mate. I thought he was going to dive like a footballer. Yeah, th- he wanted to, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, he wanted to. Matt, I can't work out. So if you're asking me, do I think that's a red card? No. No, it's a yellow. It's a red card. And it's a severe warning. In today's current climate and the way that the game's being managed, you know, above the referees now, so in terms of the letters of the law, is it a red card? It is. You know, like he you know, he's he's done he's done the movement and he's he's literally tapped him like you're stroking a cat. <laughs> you know, see what I've done there. I've yeah. tied in the cat. Yeah, so Goody's commentating on that game and you hear him on com straight away, it's a disgrace. Oh, goody! Oh, goody, mate! He's good. I can see. I can see what he's saying. Like you look at it, and it's like, what are you doing? You know, mm. for me, the biggest disgrace was his beard. His beard was actually worse than the worse than the manners. Head, but, yeah, it's not, isn't it? So I can't work out whether I think it was a, a red or should have been. 
if I was that referee in that game. Yeah, it's a hard one. It's but, very tough. Yeah, the game is... Like, is, Liam Williams' yellow card was a bit of a joke. Yeah. So it was. This is the, I, I'm re- getting really annoyed with these seatbelt tackles. I just mm. think you, you need to leave it up to the ref to say, right, mate, that's a dangerous tackle, or that's not a dangerous tackle. Like, you know, these seatbelt ones, it's just, it's cringeworthy. Mm. You can see what Liam Williams is thinking as well, yeah. can't you? Like, the guy, obviously, he's, he's diving for the line. So if you put your arm out to tackle, which you're going to do, you're going to catch him higher than you probably intended to. Mm. Um, oh, this is terrible. Hassan, Collinger and Pierre-Henri Azagoa, the, the French 20s fellas, um, tipped, tipped England's Fraser Dingwell on his head. I reckon they're dust now for a while. I don't think that was that bad. Oh, you can't be doing I'm that. I'm joking. I'm oh. joking. That was but, shocking. Wasn't it? But it was shocking, but it was also slightly unfortunate as well. Because you reckon your man didn't know that the other fellow was lifting yeah, up as well? Yeah, it was probably a little bit of that. But then you see one of them, a bit of a pile drive. Mate, either way, they're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> like they're they dust. Are. They and are the dust. French. Such a dust. French thing to do. I mean, who does that these days? Have you ever tipped someone and gotten a card for it? I was never strong enough, mate. <laughs> 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 Intention was there. Intention was there to pick someone up and Not fucking drill Not even in the cop day, surely. Oh, mate, yeah, tombstone me, mate, Kofsky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, outside the kebab shop, yeah. Jace. Uh, no, Jason had one ear, so we did, we had, went easy on him. Um, but yeah, lengthy bands. What do you reckon? Yeah, they're dust. Yeah, they are dust. What? what what's dust? Twelve reck- weeks. Yeah, I reckon that's twelve weaker. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon it's a twelve weaker. I reckon it's longer. I reckon. It, it, I, I reckon young lads no, under twenties. I reckon it'll be one of those ones like sixteen reduced to twelve because they're the age. They'll get a reduce on it, but it'll be it'll be lengthy enough. Yeah, and Frank Murphy was the the ref. My mate Langer. Good laugh, Frank. You used to wear Gucci boots. Mate, you used to wear Gucci boots and we used to call him the something liquor. But he's we're not unbe- to say unbelievable he's a ref tash. now. He's a man of oh, power. Yeah. Something liquor. So you can. So something liquor. That was his nickname at Leicester, but we're not allowed to say it because he's a man of power now. Okay. Um, but yeah, you can't be doing that in the game now. In all seriousness, you're right. You can't be tipping people up no. and pile driving them down. Well, that is the good, the bad, the ugly. Let's just wrap things up with some social media questions. So we've got Finn Warren. You might be able to answer this as a man of the centre. Goody's already mentioned it. So the Ford-Farrell combo is simply not up to it. Is there an alternative 10-12 partnership that gives England a chance of winning the World Cup? Farrell and Manu Tuolangi, potentially? Farrell and Tio, I reckon. Okay. Is that is that what you go for? Yeah, I go for that, yeah. Yeah, so for you defending... So if you were defending, right, as, as a 12, I mean, you might not ever play against Farrell because... You obviously only play one... I'm joking. I'm just I'm doing what Goody does to me. Um, who would you prefer to play against would you prefer to play against Farrell at 12 with Ford at 10 or would you prefer Farrell at 10 and a big monster like Teo or a Manu Farrell Farrell and Teo that'd be tough yeah Farrell goes so he goes so straight to the line Ben Teo runs in, runs great lines uh, into holes that'd be pretty tough to defend um, and what about with Ford as a defender if you're carrying well, he doesn't really want to make a tackle, does he? There you go. You said it. So there you go, Finn. Mate, Ford doesn't want to tackle. Brendan Macken said he's rubbish. Oh, and he's Jim, EQP. Like, come on. Mate, you said it, mate, not me. <laughs> so Jamie Hurd, this is a good one, Mac. Which former teammate smelt the best slash the worst? Hashtag real questions. Um, How does Sip smell? He looks like he smells nice. Sips and... <laughs> <laughs> Does he fucking sting? Sounds lovely, yeah. I, I, I haven't had a chance to smell him. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's a picture circulating around him, a naked selfie. No way. Hell of a piece. Didn't hear that. Mate, I don't know. I don't think we're allowed to tweet it. I don't think we are. Hell of a piece, mate. Jesus. I think he's got a 
bit of blood in it, as I say. Um, but right. yeah, Why? decent. I didn't decent. hear that. Um, That's terrible. Who smelt? Who smelt the best? The worst? I tell you, who smelt really good at Saracens? Vincent Cock, the prop. Yeah, the prop. Yeah, smelt very good. Just good, good aftershave was this? Great aftershave. Um, he smelt good. Who stunk? Who stunk? I tell you what. Right. Sometimes as a second row. Not not sometimes, a lot of the time. So in training, you're obviously pushing to the cows come home. Mm. You do scrums. You could do 40, 50 scrums a session, right? So your shoulder is rubbing on the back of the props arse, like basically arse. in his gooch. And seriously, because I scrummage on the right, I'd look right and the smell, the smell on your shoulder, you take your shirt off and it was like ingrained in your actual skin. Oh, no. The smell of like gooch and... Oh my sweat. God. Oh, that's disgusting. That's the joys. The joys, mate. The joys of being a rugby player. The joys of the engine room, huh? And I'm trying to think who had the smelliest. You and Murray. Remember tight head prop? Oh, Scotland? yeah, 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 yeah. Amen. Another one. Andrew Highland. If the lads didn't play rugby, what sport could they have made it in? Wrestling and jelly doesn't count as a sport. B Mac? Um, what sport? Tennis, swimming. All right. All right, All right, All right, right. mate. Bloody hell. Um, <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'd go straight boxing for me. I'd be a killer. What are you laughing at? I don't know what happened there. Have you, mate? Seriously, some of these Irish boys. I think you'd be like a wilder, like a, a windmill. A no, he'd be a, yeah, a he'd be he'd be a Tyson Fury. Now we're talking, lads. <laughs> yeah, of course we would. Who chat, Tyson Fury? Who chat absolute garlic to people? Yeah. No, I'd sell a lot of tickets. I'd sell a lot of tickets. People would come there, be like, holy smokes! <laughs> Look at the nick of him. Like, what what sport would Goody play? Oh, darts. Darts. Sumo, what else? Cards. Is it Cards. poker? Imagine he was a jockey, lads. I thought he'd happy. All right, well, we'll leave it there. Thank you uh, very much for coming on the show, B Mac. Cheers, Andy. Good I, chat. I loved how you opened up, mate, and you literally threw everyone under the bus. I didn't throw anyone under the bus. I know you didn't. That's what I'm saying. Sarcasm. Oh. <laughs> but B Mac, cheers, mate. We'll see you again in a couple of years uh, <laughs> down the pub. Thanks Enjoy. very much for joining us. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, review us on iTunes, and check out eventbrite.co.uk for details on any of the upcoming live shows. Rugby pod. Pod, pod, pod. Uh-huh.